Okay, let's face it. Homeschooling is a part-time job. Well, depending on the number of kids you have, it could be a full-time job. Add to that, many of us are working at home, so we have a job, either full or part-time. And then keeping a house clean is a part-time job. We have too many jobs. Plus, there are people living in our houses all day long, which makes it especially tough to keep things clean. Hi, I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to episode 57 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. Well, today is the first podcast in our series of three podcasts with tips for keeping up with the house cleaning while homeschooling. And today we're going to offer a look at some general approaches you might take to keeping a clean home. Next week, we're going to be diving into how I do it very imperfectly, I might add. And then on the final cleaning episode, I'll be joined by my friend Misty Winkler from Simplified Organization to talk about the role your attitude plays in the cleaning process. The answer to that might surprise you. But today, let's chat systems. Now, there are any number of cleaning systems that you could use to keep your house clean. So let me give you a few different options. The first one is perhaps my absolute favorite of all of them, and that is to hire help. Now, we don't have help cleaning our house right now because our house is a little on the large side, and I have three teenagers. They really need to be helping. So my approach has a lot to do with mustering the troops these days. But if you're overwhelmed and you can financially make this happen, hiring help with your housekeeping is a great place to spend your money. We did this when my husband was deployed and then for a while after he returned because I liked it so much. The kids and I would go to co-op and then we came home to a clean house. It really made co-op day the best day of the week. And that's a lot from an introvert. It was worth every stinking penny I spent on it. Now, hiring help doesn't just mean hiring a professional cleaning service who comes in weekly or every other week. You can get really creative with this. Maybe there's a homeschool teen who would like to make a few extra dollars with some household task or by helping fold the mountains of laundry right? You could have a homeschool team come and do that. That would be a great job for a homeschool team because they could pop in their earbuds and listen to some music while they fold it and put your laundry away. All you have to do is like wash a bunch of loads and have them ready. You also don't have to hire somebody to clean the entire house. You could have somebody come in and just do the floors or only clean the bathrooms or help you with the mini blinds and the baseboards. That's what I would like to have somebody come in and help me with. So there are any number of ways that you could do this. There are also, if there's no money in the budget for hiring help, a number of different do-it-yourself systems. So Fly Lady, this is one of my very favorite systems, and you're going to hear me talk about this one next week. It's really great for moms who are just overwhelmed with the weight of the cleaning and moms who need to give themselves grace. I find myself going back to Fly Lady to reset myself every now and then, except the Fly Lady website... (laughs) can in itself be a little bit overwhelming. So I really suggest that you learn the Fly Lady system from somebody like The Secret Slob or That Awkward Mom. These are two of my favorite cleaning YouTubers, um, both young ladies who are just a lot of fun to listen to and um, do a great job of explaining that Fly Lady system. So I'll link to them for you in the show notes. 
But you start with baby steps and then you try to set up routines for cleaning during your day in short bursts. So that's the Fly Lady system, very helpful for the overwhelmed. Now, Clean Mama is another popular system. This system assigns specific days to specific tasks and includes all the printables that you need to get started. She breaks the task down into daily, weekly, rotating, and monthly tasks to help you get it all done. Now, I'm going to link to that one for you too. I'm going to be honest, I have looked at that routine and I've studied that routine, but I haven't used it for any length of time in my home. I just wanted to provide it as an option for you in case you needed another option. My third system that you might follow is one of my very favorite low-stress cleaning routines ever. And this was the one I did when my kids were little. This is Jamie C. Martin's once-a-month cleaning post from Simple Homeschool. So Jamie lays the entire program for you out at Simple Homeschool. I'll link to it for you. And so basically you're cleaning once a month. You're pretending that you are the cleaning service. And on cleaning day, all you do is clean, keep your kids out of trouble. Your husband brings home something for you to eat uh, at the end of the day. So you don't have to cook dinner. You're not worried about laundry. You are just cleaning, deep cleaning once a month. Um, I did tidy and do things like dishes and laundry in between the deep cleans, obviously. For a while, this method was what kept us from degrading into complete chaos in our home when my kids were little. So I highly recommend this one and a large dose of grace, especially if you have a bunch of little kids. Now, before choosing a system, either one of the ones that I've laid out for you here or one that you come up with yourself, I think it's important to consider a few different things when it comes to keeping your house clean while you're homeschooling. I want to start this conversation by talking about the comparison trap. You might recall that I chatted about the comparison trap of social media in episode 49 of this podcast. Uh, The episode title was All You See Are Edited Lives. So remember, you don't need to please anyone with the cleanliness in your home except for you and your spouse. But I do think it's important to consider both of you and what your needs are. So ask yourself, in this season, how much untidiness can I stand? Ask your husband or your wife, if you're a a gentleman, how much can you tolerate? Now, first of all, notice that I said the idea of a season, because just because your home might be messier now doesn't mean that it always will be. My home is a lot cleaner now than it used to be when my kids were little. But if you only have a lot of little kids and no older helpers, everything is going to depend on you. One day, all of those helpers are going to be older and way more helpful. Trust me, that day's going to come, so don't despair. No season will last forever. But you really have to get honest about what can I tolerate in this season. So determine your tolerance level and then ask your spouse about their tolerance level. And you might be surprised that it might be lower than what you expect. Um, It's also good to get specific. I will tell you that my husband cares very little about the state of his bathroom mirror, much to my chagrin because it drives me crazy. But he cares very much about the amount of dog hair on the floor. So if I can only do so many things, and I'm going to be honest with you, I can only do so many things, this tells me where I need to focus my time. I need to focus my time on the things that drive him crazy and the things that drive me crazy. When I have to let something slide, as I often do, 
I know where to focus my efforts. This is also a fabulous time to ask your spouse for help. I know those floors are important to you, sweetie. Can you help me clean them every Saturday morning? I find that asking for specific things that I need, as opposed to like making vague comments about the state of the floors, actually helps me get better results because he's usually very willing to help. He just wants me to ask him specifically for what I need. Okay, so once you've established what's really important to you, then you can go ahead and make yourself a prioritized list of all the things to clean. So when you sit down to use your cleaning system, you know which things to start with and which things to not let fall through the cracks. Because I'll tell you, any cleaning system, you're probably going to adapt it to better suit your needs, especially those of us who are busy working and homeschooling and we don't have a lot of time. All right, to chat more about keeping your house clean while homeschooling, come on over and join us in our free homeschool community. We're going to be having some conversations over there about how we do this, and you're probably going to pick up a lot of ideas. This community is off of social media, it's drama-free, and it is one of the best places online to hang out with your fellow homeschoolers. So you can find more information about that by going to community.pambarnhill.com and signing up for an account. I'm going to be back again next week and I'm going to be breaking down for you how I keep my house clean or clean-ish these days. Um, I'll be breaking all my routines down for you and exactly what I do. Just don't look too closely at my baseboards. I hope you'll join me then and until then, keep on homeschooling. Homeschooling.